0: And if you, if you came in heavy, you're going to leave light. The people who came in heavy ought to clap. One or two, y'all. That's bold people. I want to I minister from the subject, I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. I am oh yes mother don't get there you ever you ever you ever call somebody (laughs) ask them where they were I hope I hope that the people you know are not like the people I know who tell you that they right around the corner when they are still home I'll be there there in a minute. And the the people who really don't want to lie to you say, I'll be there directly. Some people say in a few. But there are other people who say, you say, where are you? They say, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. It is evident by the fact that they're not physically there, that they're not there yet. But even though they're late, something about hearing that they're on their way. Particularly when you're at work or somewhere, and they have your car, and they late picking you up with your <laughs> car. And they say, I'm on my, what? Now Marie Curie says that I was taught that the way of progress was neither swift nor easy. The way of progress. Neither swift nor easy. Swift nor easy. The way of progress is neither swift nor easy. The way of progress. The way of progress. Doing nothing is easy. Not making progress is easy. The way of progress is neither swift nor easy. That's why people don't pursue progress they'd rather not they'd rather not go through the struggle and all over the pages of scripture there's evidence that this is this life we live right here Christianity in it there is going to be a struggle that this is not going to be easy and I was talking to Pastor Leslie this was not intent this was not originally a part of the sermon but it is now that we talk so much about peer pressure everybody shout peer pressure people talk about peer pressure. And I asked my wife, I said, is it possible that all of a child's friends do bad? So then there has to be, by the by, elimination, some positive peer pressure. But maybe it's easier to do bad than it is to do good. I mean, there's pressure to do good, but maybe the, 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 the rigors of doing good Seem far more difficult than doing bad. Maybe because the rigors of doing good involved denying our flesh and ourselves, and then the, and, and so it's easy to do bad because we like that, and the Christians don't wanna, don't want to admit that they liked bad. But if we didn't like it, we wouldn't have done it. Now, we don't like, how, and some of us, well, anyway, I'm not going to go there anyway. So, so because such were some of us. Amen. So, I'm, I'm going to speak prophetically because we're not still doing that stuff. But if we are, the only part we don't like is how we feel after. That's why sin is so sensual. Because it feels I got to move on. That's not the sermon. So progress, progress. What is progress? Progress is movement forward or toward a place or a goal. Movement forward toward a place or a goal. It is the process of improving, getting better, and growing. Improving, getting better, and growing. Everybody say, I'm improving. I'm getting better. And I'm growing. But it's not easy. Growing in Christ is not easy. It takes a fight, it takes tenacity, it takes a backbone. It takes takes an overwhelming desire to do so. It's not something that we can just flippantly do. It is not something that we can be casual about. We have to be intentional about growing in Jesus. Because the devil is going to hit us with everything he can. the Bible promises it. The Bible promises that those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. It's coming. It's the truth. It's our reality. But we got to man up, woman up, get a backbone, and press in to God. Somebody grab your neighbor's. I know it hadn't been easy. But it's possible. Just because some things went wrong, things went wrong for Jesus. Things went wrong for Paul. Things went wrong for Peter. Things went wrong for John. Things went wrong for James. Things went wrong for Moses. Things went wrong for Job, and they still pressed in. We can do this. And the thing, the thing that's this most that's most wearisome is that, is that when we know we're not where we're supposed to be, the stuff we carry with that. The burdens we carry anybody am i talking to anybody in this room the the stuff we carry the things we we internalize because we know that we're not where we're supposed to be in god and we look around and we see other people and they seem to be just smoothly going along and we seem to be struggling to be who god called us to be we're struggling just to have a good day while it seems like they're just moving up the rung in god but let me tell you something it may look easy but it not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the thing is that we got to learn how to deal with the issue that we're not where we want to be yet. And that's what today's sermon is about. Today's sermon is for the people who, for, for, who realize that you're not everything you're supposed to be. That you're still struggling with stuff that you thought you'd have been over by now. Things that other people look like they've already gotten past, Nelson, you're still fighting with it. Not you particularly, but you understand what I'm saying. And then you hear these sermons and they're saying you ought to be past that, you ought to be over that. And you're sitting in your seat and you're saying I ain't past it, I ain't over it, something must be wrong with me. No, the reality is that you're just not there yet. Why why, why does what people say bother me still? Why why, why does financial issues still make me scared? Why do I still get depressed? Why do I still get angry at the drop of a hat? It's because you're not there yet. And so I just need about five or six people. I don't need everybody in the church, but I just need five or six people to just shout out, I'm not there yet. I know you're looking for perfect Christians. I know if you're looking for somebody who don't ever say nothing up under their breath. I know you're looking for somebody who don't ever roll their eyes. I know you're looking, I know you're looking for them, but I just, want to, I just want to let you know I'm not there yet. I can preach. I can teach. I can sing. I can dance. I can twirl. I can do all of that. But there's some things I'm still fighting with. Jesus. There's some things I'm still struggling through. That. There's some things I'm still pushing through. And what you ought to do is you ought to celebrate the fact that I ain't quit yet. You ought to to celebrate the fact that I hadn't thrown in the towel, that I had given up, that I had gone back to my old lifestyle, that I'm still here on the second row, third row, fifth row, eighth row rocking in my seat because I need God to help me. Why are you looking down on me? I'm crying out for help. Oh, I just recognized that I'm not there yet, and and the reality is is that everybody in here can shout over that because I had not met a Christian yet who made it yet all the way. long as we got this flesh to fight against, it's going to always be a fight. Isn't that something how Paul says that that it seemed like every time I try to do good, evil is always always present. How did evil get here? How did evil know where I was going to be because evil came with me? Yeah, evil came with me. Everywhere I go, evil goes. Why? Because there's no good thing in this thing. As pretty as your flesh is, as fine as your flesh is, as 36, 24, 36, 210, overflowing with muscles and wavy hair. As good as your flesh looks, there ain't nothing good in this. So whether you're fat or skinny, tall or short, I wish I had a witness here, young or old, this flesh is still the same. It's mean and nasty and ornery and it don't love God and it don't want to do right. It don't want to worship. It don't want to pray. It want to fall asleep when you're on your face before God. It want to cuss out people when your spirit says, bless them. This thing here. But the celebration is I hadn't quit because some other people have dropped out. Oh, some folk have dropped out. Oh, some folk have dropped out. Think about it. A lot of people who started out with you, they ain't here. They ain't walking the walk no more. They ain't talking to talk no more. They went back. You around here feeling sorry for yourself and all depressed because I'm not there yet. You're still on the way. Thank God you hadn't quit. That's what I'm celebrating. I came today to celebrate everybody who hadn't quit yet. So I need everybody who's still in the race to stand up on your feet. I want to clap for you today, and I want to say, God bless you for sticking with it. Thank you for not giving up. I just want to know who turned the heat on today. Can somebody turn the air on in here? Thank you. It's 70 degrees out. Somebody turn the heat on. I want to lose weight, but not that fast. Trying to bake me in here, Brown. Trying to bake me. Don't y'all bother that heat no more. Don't bother them things no more. Y'all got it? Don't bother. Got me hot in here? No, I'm supposed to say that nicer mama. Please, y'all, don't touch those thermostats. But what I meant was the other thing. It's hot. Jesus. Y'all can have, def- I can't fan up here. Y'all just have that fan and just, I can't do that the whole sermon. This look funny. <laughs> okay, I'm just... That was all a joke. Don't nobody get mad and go home and say, now, nah, pastor, that's just a joke. But it would look funny for me to be fanning up here, would it? <laughs> People be on things saying, why are you fanning? What's going on in there? Y'all excuse me. I... Jesus. Okay. All right, here we go. So progress, progress is the process of improving. You see? Process. Ah! Ah! Process. Meaning, it's not instantaneous. Whenever you hear the word process, it means that this is going to take some time. I don't know who fooled, whoever got fooled, and told you that when you confess Jesus... That you were gonna instantly be completely perfect. And all the thoughts you ever thought, you'd never think again. All the words you ever said, you'd never say again. Men would get ugly, and women would too. That's for the other people. Y'all missed that one. Uh-huh. But the obstacles to progress. All right, number one, negative thinking. If you think negative, your results will always be negative. Yes, stuff like I can't. I can't seem to get this right, What? Did, so, so, you, so you're prophesying that you won't get it right. I can't seem to get over that. That's a prophecy. So we keep saying this negative stuff, and then we pray for positive results. I struggle with this. I struggle with that. I ain't I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. The negative thinking. That's that's an obstacle to progress. The second obstacle to progress, watch this, is negative effort. Not trying. When we don't put the effort in and nothing worth doing is easy to do. How is it that we do all this other stuff? You know how many hard things you've done in your life? And walking with Jesus is just one of them. But you've conquered so much. You took a test with a hundred questions on it and passed. Went to college and graduated. Cum Laude, thank you, Lordy, you graduated. Was that easy? But you put in the effort. See, what I've learned is is that people will put their effort in to what they like. If it's important to you, you put it in. So I wonder how important our walk with God is. If we're not putting in any work. If we can study five hours for a test, we can study five hours for the test. Yeah. Yeah. Negative thinking. Negative yeah. effort. Negative thinking. Negative. 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 Yeah. Obstacles yeah. to progress. The third Obstacle to progress is failure. Failure is where you fail, but you think you failed. All you did was fall, but you didn't fail. But you failed, so now you think you failed. So because you think you fail when you fail, you quit, which means you failed. But your falling didn't have to be a failure if you didn't quit. If you had got up and brushed yourself off like the Bible said you could, because a righteous man falls seven times. But what does he do? Gets back up. So if you get up, you can get back in the game. I saw a video the other day where LeBron James knocked Kyrie Irving down and helped him to get back up. Now, Kyrie could have laid on the ground complaining about LeBron being too big, having too much muscle, not paying attention, being clumsy. He could have just laid there rolling on the ground, but the Cavs would have lost. So what did he do? He jumped up and got back in the game. Would you please tap your neighbor and say, jump up and get back in the game? What you rolling on the ground for feeling sorry for yourself? Jump up and get back in the game. Quit it. Stop it. Ain't nobody listening to everybody walking by you because they're trying to get to where they got to go. They're trying to make progress. Ain't nobody got time to be sitting down on the ground with you Indian style, talking about what it feels like to fall. People got to people got to walk with Jesus. And then bad talk, but I ain't got no support. You got support. Ten people pass by and say, get up, get up. You don't understand how I felt when I fell. You act like I ain't never failed. I'm going to tell you I failed, but I ain't going to tell you how. When I was a little boy, say none you. A fall is a fall. They can all scrape your knee. But put a little McCure Cone on that thing and a band-aid and keep it moving. Don't act like you don't know what McCure Cone is. That red stuff in the bottle with a little stick on it. Come on, all of y'all, some of y'all my age, you know what it is. Everybody, grandmama had some inside that medicine cabinet, and they put it on you no matter what happened. You got a cold, put on some curicone. Brown, you know. <laughs> what is this red stuff? All I'm saying is get yourself together. You don't have time to feel sorry. I'm going to tell you something, because if you decide to feel sorry, the devil will feed you everything you need to stay there. He will remind you of everything that ever went wrong. He will remind you of every time you ever messed up. He will remind you of everybody who ever left you, everybody who said something negative about you, everybody who was mean to you. He will remind you. He will help you stay sorry. But God did not anoint me to help anybody stay sorry. He anointed me to come and give the clarion call to get up. Somebody shout, I'm getting up. You fell because you're not there yet. We're moving toward perfection. We're getting better every day. This is not an excuse for us to stay in our stuff. You got me with that hole, but you won't get me with the next one. Mm -hmm, I missed that one. You camouflaged that one real good. You messed me up real good with that one. I guarantee you, though, by Job, when I see that hole again, I'll know that that's the same thing I fell in last time, and I know now to walk around it. Because what I did was I learned when I fail. I learned when I fail. I learned when I fail. I learned when I I fail. Failure. Ecclesiastes 7 and 20 says, For there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Not. Yeah, we do good. But we do bad too. Oh, y'all, come on. That's the scripture. There's not a man on earth who only does good. We mess up somehow. Something we thought. Well, you didn't have to do nothing, you could think it. Talk to me, somebody. The standard of God is so gloriously high. You be angry with somebody and the Holy Spirit said, forgive them. And you stay bad, sin. Y'all like. Holding the grudge, sin. Not loving your neighbor, sin. Not loving yourself. Uh. So how you going to love your neighbor? Like you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you don't love you. You're going to treat your neighbor like you treat you. Oh, God. we gotta got to move on. Fourth obstacle, three obstacles. Number one, negative negative and failure. Keep these now. Fourth is conformity. Conformity. An unknown person said this. I don't know, they don't know who said it, so they say unknown. One of the hardest things to do is keep pressing forward when people around you are giving up. It, se- it makes keeping the standard seem stupid. When you can't find anybody else around you, who's keeping it? Asaph said, when I looked around me and I noticed that nobody else was living for God, he said, my feet had almost slipped. Asaph said, he asked himself, what in the world am I doing all this for when nobody else will? But then he said, I got alone with God and I got clarity. See, see, that's what you got to do when you look around and you don't see anybody else living for God. You got to get alone with God so you can get some clarity. Because just because they're quitting don't mean you quit. Just because they getting in the bed with folk don't mean you get in the bed with folk. Uh-oh. 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 Uh-oh! Just because they're lying and cheating don't mean you lying cheat. Huh? Talk to me, somebody. Well, everybody else doing it. You grown, you're too big for that. Everybody else doing it. You 45, 50 Two head of churn, a house and two cars, and everybody else doing it. No, 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 that, that don't work no more. That don't work. My nephew, 14, I don't let him tell me that no more. Boy, you 14, you can think for yourself. Y'all still with Pastor? Somebody say, I'm not there yet. But I'm not going to make excuses to stay here. See, now, just because pastor here preaching, I'm not there yet, don't mean pastors making an excuse for us to stay stuck. No, this is an encouragement to keep it moving. Thank you, Lord. Number one, negative thinking. Number two, negative effort. Number three, failure. Number four, conformity. And number five, this is my favorite, not checking the map. Not checking the map. Not checking the the map is one of the biggest obstacles (laughs) to progress. You want to know why? If you check the map regularly, you'll see how far you are from where you started. Y'all didn't get, oh, Jesus. Because every map has a starting point and an ending point, and your vehicle is somewhere in the middle. So if you check the GPS regularly, you realize that I may not be where I want to be. Where the Christians at in here? You are not the same person you were when you met Jesus. You're way better. Think about it. Think about who you were before you met Christ. You better check your map. You better look at where that, that first dot is. You 200 miles from home. And feeling sorry. You should be celebrating. God, I thank you for how far you brought me. God, I thank you that I don't do that anymore. I thank you that I don't think that anymore. I thank you that I don't go there anymore. I thank you, God, that I'm praying now twice a day when I didn't pray at all. God, thank you for the progress. Thank you that I'm better. Thank you that I'm not bitter. Thank you, God, that I got out of that. That that pain doesn't hold me anymore. Thank you, God, that even though I feel feelings of depression, I still go up and get up and go to work now. Where well, I used to stay in the bed for a week. Y'all talk back to me. I'm speaking to people now. I might be a little bit salty with them, Brown, but I'm speaking to them at least. That's better than where I was, because you know, back in the day, if you crossed me, we were done. Huh? Where the real people at? You cross me, we're finished. Now I'm talking to you. I'm saying something to you. I might not hold a conversation, but I said, hey, that's better than where I was. Now you're going to have to wait on me to get a little further down the road before we can do that. But we're going to get there. I'm on my way. Oh, y'all. Come on, y'all. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But we're not there either. Kizzy, is that good news or what? I'm not there, but I'm not there. Oh, thank you. Somebody, somebody, so so y'all hold it in, but I give you permission to let it go right now. I give you permission to let it go right now. You're not there, but you're not there. say what you want to say about me. I'm not who I was, baby. Because back in the day, if you would have talked about me like this, it wouldn't have gone down like this. So that's proof that I'm not there. Yes. I feel like somebody need to give God a dance for here. Somebody need to give God a shout for Here. Because here is better than there any day of the week. Yes, sir. The obstacles to progress, negative thinking, negative effort, failure, conformity, not checking the map. Checking the map is the remedy for feeling that no progress has been made. It will shut the devil down. It will shut him down. The moment he starts saying, you ain't nothing. You dirty. You slimy. You're not a Christian. You're not a real believer. Check your map. It'll (laughs) both I felt that in my spirit. Check your map. Look at how far you've come. Look at how far the grace of God has brought you. It's a process. You're getting better. Hey, hey, speak Holy Ghost. Even God, Angie, told Israel, I'm not going to give you all the land all at once. He says, I'm going to give it to you little by little. Progressively. I'm going to release it into your hands. And that's how we grow progressively. It says Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered. Paul says, I've learned in whatever state I'm in. Oh, there we have to be content. I wasn't always content. I wasn't always happy. I wasn't always like this, but I want to learn, and learning is a process. We look at Paul and act like he was always the apostle who, oh God, he was not. He was a murderer. And going from being Saul of Tarsus to being Paul the apostle was a Process. That's why Peter kept messing up, saying stupid stuff, because it was a process. That's why Peter denied Jesus when he was standing around the fire three times, because it was a process. But oh, baby, when Peter got it together. When he got it together, he got it together. And notice Jesus never gave up on Peter, and he will never give up on you. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to the statement. Listen to the statement that the topic makes. The topic preaches the sermon. The topic is the sermon. Listen to it. Listen to it. You ready? I am not there yet. Did you hear this whole thing? Say it with me. I am not there yet. One more time. I am not there yet. You have to think the whole thing. And I said, God, what do you mean think the whole thing? You can't hear I'm not there and say I'm not there yet. (laughs) Because see, what will happen is we'll hear I'm not there and say I'm not there yet. We'll, we'll make the whole statement and only hear part of it. But yet's the key, baby. Ah! Oh! <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yet's the key to the whole statement. I'm not there what? Yet. That's good stuff. See, I'm not there yet is a statement of a fact. It's true. I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, you have to complete the whole thing. See, yet means at this time. Or right now. I'm not there right now. That kind of implies, but I'm going to get there. So if you only hear I'm not there, you miss your prophetic. Because whenever somebody tells you I'm on the way, it's prophetic. Because they're still where they are. See, you've been prophesying and didn't even know it. You say, I'm on my way. You're telling somebody, I will arrive. Oh, God. I hadn't arrived, but I will. You just wait. Be patient. Because God is not through with me. yet. You just hold on now. I will. Come on, y'all. Get there. See, yes, I'm not there at this time. I'm not there now. The addition of this one, three, or it changes everything. It says that the present reality is going to change soon. So when you say, I am on my way, this is a declaration. So one is a statement of truth and the other is a declaration. So when you say, I am not there yet, but I am on my way, then you just made a declaration that takes out your statement of fact. You got to learn how to talk to yourself. Anyway, This prophesies your arrival. This is what Paul said in Philippians 3 and 12. Look, not as though I had already attained... Watch Paul. Now here's the scripture. Y'all been waiting on the scripture. Here it is. Not as though I've already attained either were already perfect, but I follow after that uh, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. So here's what Paul says. Paul says, I'm not there yet. I want to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to do all of that stuff. I want to know him perfectly. I want to live a life that's shaped by the power of the most high God. I want to stop with this thorn in my flesh. I want to get to a place where it doesn't bother me anymore. But Paul says, not as though. I don't want you to think that just because I started all those churches, and I got all these sons, and I wrote all these letters, God, I wish I had a witness in here. I don't want you to think that just because I'm in prison writing letters, that sometimes that thing don't bother me. That sometimes I don't get depressed. That sometimes I don't get a little upset. That sometimes I don't wonder why God let all this happen to me. Even though I'm doing all of this for him. I don't want you to think that I'm already perfect but Paul says I follow after. I'm in a press baby. I'm trying to get there. I ain't there yet but I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Somebody tap your neighbor say, I'm on my way. I promise you, baby, I'm on my way. Don't give up on me yet. Don't throw the towel in on me yet. I'm on my way. If you could just hang in there with me, if you could just continue to pray for me, if you can intercede for me, you will see my best days are in my future. Somebody shout yes. yes. My best days are in my future. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. You seen me string two or three days together real good. Wait until you see me walk in the anointing of the most high God. Wait until you see me get into my purpose. Wait until you see me get over fear. Bye-bye fear. Wait until you see me get delivered from depression. Wait until you see me get my money right. Wait till you, come on here, somebody. Wait until you see God finish up with me. Somebody shout, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I may not be there yet, but I'm on my way. I promise you. I promise you I'm going to get there. Paul says, I'm not perfect. He had to let him know, I'm not perfect. Listen, listen to him talk to us. Church, I'm not perfect. I wrote a few letters. I mentored Timothy. I wrote to Jude. I Jude. I wrote to Ephesus, Corinth, the church at Rome, Galatia, Ephesus. I did that. But I'm not perfect. Got a thorn in my flesh. I'm not perfect. Flesh fight me every day. I want to do the right thing. But sometimes I still do the wrong thing. Writing letters. Hey, though, both suckers. Writing letters saying rejoice. And again, I say rejoice, and my flesh still acting a fool. Y'all don't want to believe that about Paul. Y'all want to think Paul was was better than us. Y'all want to think Paul was some kind of angel. But Paul was an M-A-man. He had the same struggles that we have. Because he had flesh. He was wrapped in flesh. But yet he kept on writing, y'all... He kept on writing. Because he says, even though I'm not there, I'm not going to use that as an excuse to stay here. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. So I'm going to keep on pressing. Because the resistance will always be there. That's why it's called a Press. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. But I won't get there, Ed, if I don't press. Press, young man. Press. The devil knows what's ahead. He's so scared, Lasana, that you're gonna get there. So he keeps the pressure on Portia. Paul says, "But I follow after it." He says, "I'm not there yet, but but apostle." He said, "I follow. I follow. I follow. I follow after it. I follow. I follow where it goes. I go." Because he says, I want to apprehend that for which I've been apprehended. I want to get my hands on why God got a hand on me. Why'd you choose me? I must have purpose. I didn't die in that wreck. I must have purpose. I didn't overdose. I must have purpose. I didn't kill myself. I must have purpose. I got to get my hands on why he got his hands on me. I wish I had somebody in here that knew that you had purpose, that knew that God's got a plan for you. Jump up on your feet and give God some glory. Somebody shake your neighbor's hand and say, I have purpose. I have purpose. God has a plan for me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. You're still here. You're still alive. You're still breathing. That's proof. The fact that you're in this room with us today is proof that you have purpose. If you had no more purpose, you'd be gone from here. There's a reason you're here. Paul says, I follow after. You know, you know that word follow? Janae in, in the Greek, what that means? It means I chase after it. He says, it, it means, Angie, to chase after something with the intention of catching it. So I'm not just chasing for chasing's sake. I'm chasing it because I'm going to catch it. Now, I hadn't caught it yet. Did you catch it? (laughs) I hadn't caught it yet. But one of these days... Come everybody do this. Everybody do this. One day, I'm going to catch it. Now, I don't have it today yet. You didn't get it. Some of y'all putting it off to tomorrow. You could catch it today. It's still early yet. It ain't even 12 o'clock yet. You got a lot more day. Somebody say, I got a lot more day. 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 Paul says, I'm not there, but I'm chasing after it. Because I got to get to my purpose. And I won't let the fact that I'm not there stop me from trying. I won't feel sorry for myself. I won't give up. I won't quit. I won't believe the things that people say about me. I won't believe the things people say to me. If Paul can keep pressing, yeah, you said it. So can we. If Peter, huh? If he can make a comeback, and oh my goodness, that was a comeback. Denied Jesus three times? That's a comeback. You know what Peter could have said? Oh, you can't use somebody like me. I'm no good. If I deny you once, I'll deny you again. No, Jesus, you don't want me. You better use use one of those other guys. They're better than me. I I don't qualify for this job. On the day of Pentecost, Ethel, Peter could have just, when it was time to speak, he could have just slid in the back and tried to get John or James or one of them to speak. But it must have been something in that impetuous nature that God liked. The fact that Peter would jump up before anybody else. See, see Peter gave signs that he was going to be somebody early on. It just had to be tempered. Oh, see, the thing that people told you was a negative is actually your positive. You talk too much, but that's what a talk show host does. Steve Harvey talk all day. All day. He talk on the radio, and then he put a suit on, sit down on TV, and talk there too. Oprah's a billionaire because she was running her mouth. And she talked so much, people thought she knew what she was talking about. Y'all don't want to help me. So, that impetuousness, right? Jumping out of the water into the boat. Thou art this Christ, the Son of the living God. No, you ain't going to be, uh, you ain't going to die on no cross. See, all of that, we thought that was a negative. But on the day of Pentecost, when somebody needed to say something, these men are not drunk, as ye suppose. But it is as it is written in the prophet Joel. That in the last days, sons and daughters go prophesy, all men are going to dream, dream. This is what it is, baby. And 3,000 gave their lives to Jesus. What a comeback. What a comeback. What a comeback. And if Peter can come back. You can come back too. Peter's no better than you. God doesn't love Peter better than he loves you. Don't give up. Just because you're not there yet. You're on your way. You came to church today. And you got to push. There's some wind behind your back now. When you came in here, you felt like the wind was blowing against you. But I prophesy that the winds have switched their position. Yes, sir. And that the winds are now behind you. Very cool. Somebody receive that in Jesus' name. The wind is behind me. Pushing me. Ushering me. Into my destiny. It's time to go home. Everybody stand on your feet.